everyone. Welcome to the 13th episode of the DCL Dude podcast. If you recall, back uh, in a previous episode, I, I had mentioned that I was hoping to do an episode about sailing concierge with Disney Cruise Line. But since I personally uh, have no prior experience myself, I was hoping to hear from uh, from a listener who might be willing to come on and, and discuss their experiences. So I'm, I'm very happy to say that I am joined now on the phone by listener Brian, who is from Indiana and who was kind enough to reach out to me and, and was, was willing to come on the show. So he's had many experiences sailing concierge with Disney Cruise Line, and, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to hearing more about those experiences. So with that, I'd like to welcome Brian into the show. Hi, Brian. Hey, thanks, Wes. Thanks for having me. Of course, yes. Thanks for thanks for coming on. So, um, why don't you? Why don't we just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your family and and your experiences sailing with Disney Cruise Line? Sure. So it's my wife and I, and we have a uh, older daughter who's twelve and a son who's eight. We took our first Disney cruise in 2011. So my son was not even two, and my daughter was, I guess, five. It was right before. She was going into kindergarten, so it has. We haven't been doing it that long, but uh, we've done nine cruises with Disney Cruise Line so far. Uh, we've done all the ships. We've done four sailings on the Dream. Actually, I had to go and look this up. I wasn't sure. <laughs> we had to do. We've done three on the Fantasy, one on the Wonder, one on the Magic. We have back to back on the Wonder. We actually leave a week from today. And then we're doing a Halloween cruise on the Dream in October. And then we actually have another adult cruise booked for next February out of San Juan. Um, So out of all those cruises, uh, we've done six of them have been concierge, but we've done concierge on on all the ships. The first two cruises we did were in a 4A category, so kind of that deluxe family stateroom. And they were kind of the typical... We weren't sure it was going to be for us. Sure. Kind of a four-night uh, get your feet wet. So we did that twice and decided we really liked it. And it was, it was honestly, it was a little tougher when before the kids were kind of old enough to go into that kids' club. Absolutely, and, yep. And, and, yeah, get some kind of parents' time away. Uh, so once we did the two cruises that way, we decided to start going to the seven-night cruise. And fortunately or unfortunately for us, we – uh, we're able to upgrade at port from our typical 4A, which we'd done twice, to a one-bedroom concierge uh, cabin, and it's kind of all been downhill uh, for me. <laughs> since, since that's that's uh, what I always see. It's sort of a uh, once you once you start, you can't stop. <laughs> Has yeah. that been your so, experience? Oh yeah. So yeah. so we, we always cruise over spring break. Okay. And and for at least in Indiana, that's a big holiday. Sure. Basically, everybody in this state heads to Florida. So the next cruise we had already booked, but we couldn't get into concierge because it was, had been sold out and mm-hmm. typically they do sell out. Uh, so we couldn't get back into concierge and we're like, well, it'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just do it. And it was great. Obviously of course. I'll, I'll take a day on the boat versus being at work, but we really did find it. We didn't, we didn't miss it. Oh, and wow. so since then, since then, it's been, you know, the rest have been all concierge. Everything I have booked going forward has is, is all been concierge as well. 
Awesome. That's that's great. That's quite the quite the history. So when you, I just have a quick question on that. When you um, when you upgraded at the port, did you find that it was less expensive to do it that way, or was it about the same? Or I guess how does that work? No, it's it's quite a bit less expensive. So to upgrade at port, we I will say typically doesn't always work this way, but we usually with at least with the kids, we've always sailed out of Port Canaveral. Uh, so what we typically do for spring break is we fly down and we spend the night at the Hyatt there at the airport. Yep. And then we, we take Disney transportation. So everybody's excited. We're usually up early. We go get Chick-fil-A, head downstairs. And we're usually on the first <laughs> bus, uh, heading to port, whether it's, we plan it that way. It just seems to be how it works for us. And so I'd heard that once you check in, you know, you just go to that, uh, uh, supervisor's desk and ask, and it's spring break. So I thought there's no way right. spring break is sold out. It has been, uh, but for some reason, a particular family couldn't make this cruise and they, and they had just canceled like 48 hours before. And so they were like, yeah, there's one better available. And I think our upgrade from the four a, which I don't remember exactly what we paid for, but I think that the upgrade was like $1,500, oh, $1,500. Wow. So probably a savings of four or five thousand sure. dollars at least. Yeah. Now you did you didn't get when you upgraded port that way, you obviously get the room and you get the onboard concierge and all that service, but you don't get the shore side. Sure. So you, yeah. We didn't get any of the the pre the pre-booking stuff. abilities. Yeah. Wow. Um they actually did offer us a cabana. I don't know if they always hold one back. So yep. you know, there was a cabana available. Interesting. Um, and they definitely we didn't miss out on yeah. any of that, but it it was the one thing that was different. But sure. For that kind of savings, it was definitely worth it. Absolutely. That's awesome. And, and they hooked you. <laughs> and they hooked us. That's yeah, right. Since then, it's been, it's, been, uh, it's been a different life. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so so once you once you make a concierge reservation, you talked about um, the shoreside stuff. So it's, you know, it, uh, uh, from what I've been told, uh, a, uh, a concierge cast member pretty much takes care of the rest of the planning once once you make that reservation. So... What kind? What kinds of things do they help you with, and and how do you let them know what you're interested in? So typically, I you get it. So once once you book concierge and you're paid in full, um, your 130 day out mark, right? You'll either get a phone call. You always get an email from Shoreside, but sometimes you get a phone call. I find I get the phone call half the time, but you always get the email at 130 days out, telling you you know, welcome aboard. This is what we can do. Uh, and then telling you at the 125 day mark, starting at midnight Eastern, they can start taking your reservation. So what I do is I, I make my list of what I want. So it's a particular cabana. It might be a dining rotation. Sure. You know, anybody can request dining rotations, you know, and they always say they're not guaranteed, but I've never not got one that I requested. Right. Right. Um, yeah, and it's usually when we're selling concierge, you can request if it's like uh, Animator's Palette on the Fantasy and you want to be right next to the screen for Crush. If you put oh, that wow. in your okay. in your request, we've always been that table right next to Crush. Yeah. Um, so which is which is nice. Uh, yeah, very so nice. So you can get any kind of uh, if you want to do Bippity Boppity or the Pirates League, you can put that in there. Any kind of spa, obviously Port Adventures. Some people go so far as to request certain kinds of sodas and, oh, wow. and drinks in their room. I know that got a little out of hand. I think they've toned down on that. Yeah, Some yeah. people were 
requesting certain types of bottled water. For me, I don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter to yeah. me. But some people are like, "Well, I can't drink Dasani. I only want whatever." <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. so it got a little crazy. Like, hey, I only want red M and M's. Yeah. So I think they've toned that down a little bit. But sure. uh, okay. yeah, so basically at that midnight mark, when I turn to one, you know, the 125 days, you send in that email. You'll get an automatic reply saying, "We got your your email." Um, and then typically the next day you'll get something from Shoreside saying at 120 day mark you'll we'll send you kind of a a little folio, and then when you wake up, I think at 120, I think you can actually log on at midnight and see everything. I okay. usually don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that morning at some point you'll get an email saying we were able to book and kind of a list of whatever you requested. And I've never, I've never not got the cabana that I wanted. Like if you were like, I want cabana eight or seven or whatever. Yep. Typically if, if you're in there around that midnight mark, you're going to get what you, what you requested. Awesome. So it sounds like it's a, a pretty customized uh, vacation that they can plan out for you. Yeah. They can do everything. Yeah. That's like it's, awesome. It's, it's really nice. Even like, and I think nowadays I think you can get like the princess meat tickets can you request those before you sail now? I'm not sure. The, yeah, for certain but in concierge, uh, for certain ones you can, yes. Okay. So yeah. for concierge, you can request any of that. Or if you want to do a mixology. I know sure. it used to be you had to kind of wait until you got on board. Yeah. Typically, you can do that beforehand or gotcha. they'll at least tell you the times available. Okay. And Shoreside's great. I usually don't call them. I usually just send an email. But if you want to know who the concierge hosts are or maybe oh, what wow. movies they're showing or, or what dining rotations that are available yep uh they they usually reply uh pretty quick to that it's a good team and i've you kind of over the years you kind of get to know those folks as well yeah no, that's awesome I, I you know i knew obviously about all the the bookings that they could help you out with and stuff but with you know with like the selecting the um the certain tables within the the, the main dining restaurants i didn't know i didn't know any of that so that's pretty cool um yeah so, so when you when you arrive at the port terminal to board the ship, um, how is the process different for a family who is sailing concierge? Well, it's not it's not wildly different. Uh, so you have to go through the same security checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we're sailing through Port Canaveral, it's that same. You go up the escalator. The concierge uh, always has its own line. Right. Usually, it's with the platinum sailing yep. uh, passengers as well. So it's a little shorter in my opinion, but it's not that different. I guess the the one part after that you're checked in, there's typically a concierge lounge. Actually, I'm, I've only sailed out of Miami, Port Canaveral, and then San Juan, and they always have a kind of a separate seating area for the concierge guests. Oh, in the, nice. in the terminal? kind of nice. In the terminal, yeah. So, you know, at, at Port Canaveral, it's kind of behind that glass yep, wall yep. you see at the back of the building. But in San Juan, it was literally like in a warehouse with just like a bunch of feet with some roping around yep, it. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking here. about. Yep. Yeah. Didn't didn't feel like you know, but, but didn't you know, feel too I, exclusive, I they, huh? No, it was kind of <laughs> awkward, in my opinion. Yep. But but I don't I know why they do it because then they kind of board you in mass. So sure. if they got all the concierge in that little corral, they just say, "Hey, now's your time," because that's kind of where it comes in the the benefit of it because. You know, you don't get a boarding pass one or two. You're kind of before all that. Right. So they, as soon as the ship is cleared, I don't know if the family of the day goes on board or right, goes right. on first. But 
we're typically on there and there's usually nobody else on board yet. That's great. So when you, when you first board the ship, is there any sort of specific routine that you and your family have, you know, any, do you, do you go right to your, I, I assume the rooms are probably ready when you first board. Yeah. Usually, usually whenever you board, usually you go right to the concierge lounge. You can go get lunch if you want, if it doesn't matter. But typically what we do is you'll, you'll go up to the concierge lounge and they'll have the bartender there. And usually on the day you board, it's just either beer or wine. Yep. And they'll get you a cocktail and they'll get the kids a snack. And then you kind of sit in your little family or whoever the group you're sailing with. And then one of the concierge hosts uh, will come around and they'll have a folder that's kind of personalized to your sailing. And it'll have your daily itinerary with anything you've booked. Okay. You know, your spa appointments or your Remy, your Palo or or whatever. And then it is kind of nice when you go in there because then they'll have, I'll say typically, but because I've always seen it, they'll usually have a, representat- a representative from the Palo Remy. They'll oh, usually okay. have a representative yep. from the kids club will be there and then somebody from the spa. So if there's any appointments you want or you need to change yep. or, uh, you know, it's kind of all taken care of. You know, I know some people, when they get on board, they'll have to go here and get their Remy and they gotcha. might have to go here to get their dining change. Yep, here exactly. To get their yep. spa appointment. Well, here it's like those people are all right there. I see. And they can kind of take care of it. So typically we sit there, they go through your itinerary, and then we'll go to Cabanas and grab lunch. But you are correct. Usually the rooms are, if they're not available right then, it's very soon. Gotcha. It's in the next 15, 20 minutes. But like we just sailed last month out of San Juan. And as soon as we got on board, our rooms were ready. Oh, great. That's awesome. Um, so you mentioned the, the concierge lounge. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Where is it located? How do you gain access? What are the, what are the perks? Yeah. So on, on the uh, Dream and Fantasy, it's uh, forward on deck 12. Um, and it's kind of surround the concierge rooms on, on the Dream and Fantasy surround the lounge. There's concierge rooms on deck 11 and 12. The lounge is on 12, mm-hmm. and it's kind of surrounded by the rooms. Uh, and then there's a sun deck above on the Dream and Fantasy, which is it's big, but and it's in my opinion sparsely populated because you can't see off the ship. Oh, okay. There's no there's no ocean view. Right. There's nice loungers and sure. you'll go up there and see somebody see somebody asleep or somebody reading a book. Yeah, but yeah. it's not the best view in my opinion. But it's super convenient. So if we stay on one of those ships, we usually try to get on deck twelve just because it's literally across the hall. Right. To the to the concierge lounge, which is nice. Now when you sail, you know, some of the classic if you're on a classic, you know, ship, then the, the concierge lounge is on deck 10 mm-hmm. midship uh, which the concierge uh rooms on those ships on the wonder and magic are they're all on deck eight but they're kind of sparsed around the outside some right, are midship right. um some are in the front some are in the back so you always got to go to that midship uh elevator or, or stairway and then go up to deck 10 but to get in it's your it's your key to the world card just like getting in your room you just wave it and, and you're in. Um, did you ask like what's in the lounge? Yeah. What are what are the the yeah what's in the lounge? What are the perks of you know being in the lounge, et cetera? Yeah, going in the lounge. So the lounge always has bottled waters. 
it always has sodas. Um, it has a great coffee machine. I think personally, the coffee on the Disney cruise is horrendous. Uh, <laughs> As do I. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. It's uh, it's so bad. But in the lounge, they have a amazing espresso cappuccino americano machine. Oh wow! That everybody that everybody loves. I mean, it's it's seriously outstanding. Um, and they'll have a selection of teas. And then they'll have, you know, if it's in the morning, they'll have kind of a spread with bagels and some baked goods and smoked salmon. And during the lunch, they might have little sandwiches. And in the evening, they change it over to kind of some light appetizers uh, type of situation. And then there's always, uh, in the evenings, it used to just be for an hour before each dining seating, they would do a happy hour. But on the last two sailings we've had, they must have changed it. Because now starting about five o'clock, and I think it goes all the way till ten, they have the open bar in there. So oh, it's basically okay. beer, wine, mixed drinks. I haven't seen them do frozen drinks. I'm not saying they couldn't, but I've never requested one. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's a nice perk. We yeah, don't for sure. Typically hit it that hard, but it's nice to grab a right. grab a glass of wine and head to dinner, and maybe you know come back before the show and grab something, uh, take it to the show with you. But there's always a, at least. At least one, well, there's always at least one concierge host in there. If it's in the morning, typically there's one. If it's a busier time, like before a seating, you might get two or maybe even three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's typically a uh, kind of a concierge host, I would call. I'm not sure what their title would be, but they kind of set up the food and clear your dishes and, you know, ask if you, if you want anything else. Uh, so they're, typically they're in there, too, to kind of help set up the uh, the spread. Awesome. That's, that's, that's great. Um, so you, you've mentioned that you, you've stayed in, uh, you know, a few different concierge stateroom categories. I, one thing I've always wondered is, you know, there's the, the kind of the category fours that are the, the deluxe family ocean view staterooms with verandas. And there's also a concierge stateroom, um, family ocean view stateroom with veranda. Is there any difference between the two rooms you know physically size or you know layout anything like that i wouldn't so i've I've stayed in both those right and i don't think looking at it there's any difference so the the bed spreads a different color the pillows are different colors (laughs) so i would say the 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 finishes are different gotcha the door is much heavier looking sure uh it has some different bath amenities and in the on the fantasy at least there is an extra television. So unless they've added to the dream, because it's been a couple of years since I've been to the dream, but there was, you know, there's always that television on the arm yep. in the 4A, and it kind of goes between each side. Well, in the fantasy, they had a television at the foot of the bed, which was kind of nice. They had the two TVs. I think on the dream, the the those next to the Roy and Walt had that television as well. So maybe they've added to the rest. But for the most part, I would call it the same room. Now the the pull-out bed in the concierge doesn't – you don't sleep, like, lengthwise, if that makes sense, like end-to-end. It kind of pulls out like you would think a, a, a pull-out bed at your house would pull out. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's a larger bed. Sure. Which is, which is fine, but my kids aren't that big. And really all that does is block the access to the, the veranda oh, yep. when they're asleep. <laughs> gotcha. But, but, yeah. But basically you're – in the big scheme of things, you're paying for the concierge amenities. Yeah, yeah. Um, the shore side and the lounge, you're not really getting 
that much more as far as the room goes. Gotcha. Um, so I guess in relation to that, any are there any in-room perks that you wouldn't otherwise receive unless you're sailing concierge? You know, um, mini bar, uh, you know, anything like that? Yeah. So when you typically get on board, there'll be bottled water in your room. There might be a few sodas, some Coke, Diet Coke, Fanta, which my kids think is amazing, like Orange <laughs> Fanta. Because like, I don't know if they sell that in Indiana, but when you see it on the cruise ship, they think that is like the coolest thing ever. Yep, yep. Uh, and yeah, so that's weird. Uh, there's usually like a big fruit tray in there. Um, and sometimes they'll bring your kids like little gifts. I mean, I don't know if that's unique to uh, concierge or, you know, that's just kind of the Disney difference. Sure. And my kids, you might walk in, there might be a pirate tour of my son and a, a small Mickey plush for my daughter. Um, so that is nice. Uh, typically when you do concierge at the end of the cruise, you'll get a, a lithograph to take home. Yep. Right. Which is, which actually I'm, actually standing in my office and one of the walls has seven lithographs oh on nice it. um so they are nice i mean they're we always get them framed and, yeah you know they're a c- complete pain to bring home because <laughs> they're like hey here's some nice artwork try not to right. try not to crush it with all right. your luggage but, are they all different but yeah they're all different so oh, even wow. when we've done back to back uh once you'd usually get the same one twice you yeah. can usually say hey yeah do you have another one and they can usually go back in the archive oh, that's cool pull, pull one out um, so yeah, they're nice. And then back in the old, you know, the old days, which I know you've done a, a lot of cruises where you used to have, be able to get them signed right, by right. dropping them off. So I have a couple that are, oh, that's cool. That are signed by all the characters, but now you'd have to literally walk. Yeah. You got to stand signed. in line and, 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 yeah. and, and so. have them sign them. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Um, so tell us a, a little bit about the, the concierge, I guess, cast members, you know, I, I would imagine you probably interact with with them quite a bit throughout your sailings. What kind of things do they do for you, you know, once you're on board and once you're sailing, uh, just to help you out? Yeah. So, so before they added the extra concierge rooms on the magic and wonder, they were typically be two concierge hosts. Uh, now they've actually have three for mm-hmm. the dream and fantasy. You've always had three in my experience, but now they have three in each, but really they're there to help you in anything you need. So if, like, so, for example, if you needed, like, if you wanted to go do the 5K, the Castaway 5K, yep. where before you might have to go down to, I don't even, I honestly don't even know where you go, guest, guest <laughs> services or port adventures, I don't even know, but you just, you just tell them, like, hey, I want to do the 5K, and they do their little thing, and next thing you know, you get tickets, and sure. you don't have to deal it, or if you buy, we did the Star Wars cruise, like, two years ago, whatever it was. And so we bought the photo package. Well, we you, we don't have to go to Shutters to pick up the flash drive. It just it just shows up like they you just tell them and they just make it happen. Yep. Um, so basically, there's no reason to go to guest services. There's no reason to go to Shutters and pick something up. There's no reason like if you want to do an onboard booking, and usually, typically, we just get like a placeholder. Right. You don't have to go down there and fill anything out. Or, or oh, wow, that's you. that's great. You just tell the host, and they're like, okay, I'm done. And it's just, next thing you know, it shows up at your, at your room. So they kind of make it very easy to relax and not worry about it because you don't have to go anywhere to do anything. If you want to do a mixology, they can do it right there. If you want to change or cancel or move, they can, they can handle it all. Uh, and they're also some of the friendliest people you'll ever meet. Like, we've done this 
quite a few times. I'm like, we, we look forward to seeing the same people. Like we're going to, we leave, you know, like I said, a week from today. I'm like, you know, Selena's on the wonder now and we've seen her on the fantasy and like my kids love her and she's one of the nicest people you ever meet. Yeah. Like they're great with kids and they're, you know, my kids get excited to go see them and they're just, they're just great to interact with. And they usually, I mean, they will, Disney cruise cast members, in my opinion, you know, they always remember your name. Yeah. Like, like they, they, these people know everything about you. No, for <laughs> like, sure. It's it's amazing. It, it really is amazing. It. Yeah. The uh, it's yeah. the main the main dining restaurant. Uh, you know, servers uh, are the ones that amaze me the most because they see so many people. Um, yeah. You know, especially on say like the dream that you know turns, uh, you know, has a new yeah new people every three or four days, and you know they they have right. your name down on the first night. It's really it really is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So twice, twice a week they're turning over. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, I do. Yep. But the concierge shows. I don't. I, you know. I think. I'm, I think. From talking to them, many of them have come from the guest services area. Oh, okay. Now I'm not saying they all. They all have. Yeah. But, yeah. So I think they just have that certain level, and they were just, you know, moved up through the ranks, and they are some of the best members on the on the ship, and and you seriously you don't want to leave them at the end and right. look forward to seeing them. Like I, I know who's going to be in my next sailing. I'm like, I can't wait to see him. Again. Yeah. Although honestly I was only there last month. So it wasn't that long, <laughs> but <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how much time, so we, you're an experienced concierge cruiser. How much time would you say that you spend in concierge designated areas versus those that are, are not? We not much, honestly. Yeah. Usually, we'll we'll swing by if we're going. You know, if we're leaving the ship, we might swing by and grab some bottled water. There's always the bottle, cold bottled water in there, so we always usually leave and, and grab one of those. If we're going to dinner, we'll grab, like I said, we'll grab a, a glass of wine. We don't typically sit in there. Uh, the kids will go in there, and uh, especially if we're on like the Dream and Fancy. But my daughter, being a little older, she likes to, you know, kind of be an adult in a yeah, little right. bit of a way. So she'll say like, Hey, can I go to the lounge? And, and she'll go in there and get a hot chocolate or, yeah. or, you know, or she, and, and you'll go in there and she's playing connect four with Selena, you know, it's yep. just, it's just that kind of interaction. Sure. So we, I wouldn't say we spend a lot of time now on the, on the wonder their concierge sun deck. I don't know if you've seen it since they just pictures. It, I have not been on the wonder since it, uh, it came out of its dry dock. Yeah, so that's a nice place to hang out. Yeah, okay. It's it's amazing. It's that whole level above the inside concierge lounge. Yep. It's it's really nice. So we we will now, um, especially the one we did last month was three couples. So we spent some time up there just because it's a great view. I gotta imagine when the Wonder does their Alaskan sailing. Yeah. That's got to be the best place to hang out. Oh yeah, uh, you can see. That so that I actually there. meant to ask you that earlier. So the because you mentioned the view on the on the on the Dream Class ships wasn't great, but it's 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 a lot better on the on the Wonder. Yeah. So the Magic has the same footprint, I would say, for the concierge right. for that that level ten, but yep. it's like half of its inside, half of its outside, gotcha. and half that's outside. You can see the ocean, but you're kind of just facing that adult pool. You're right. Okay. Where the were the wonder that that entire part, I think they even took over some of the old Cove Cafe, yep. which was, I hadn't been on the wonder when that was the Cove Cafe, so I'm not oh, okay. really sure, but I, I the door still says Cove Cafe <laughs> to the outside. 
<laughs> so I that's interesting. I, you know, yeah. I put two and two together, and I figured out what it was. Right. So they've taken over that whole area. So it's a it's an enormous uh, indoor lounge, and yep. then that and you go upstairs this little stairway, and and the entire upstairs from side to side is is views and loungers. Um, and then they'll do like little deck parties up there. Um, and so we'll, we'll hang out there, but on the dream and fantasy, I don't know if I would ever hang out on the sun deck. I'm usually not somebody that's just going to sit and read. And, right. Um, you know, if I'm going to sit somewhere, I want to see the ocean. And <laughs> so for those, we, we don't spend a lot of time in the lounge, but, yeah. uh, but it's a nice place. If you're, if you want a snack, you go in there and grab something. If it's breakfast, you want some coffee, you can grab something. Um, so usually we swing through, but we don't spend a lot of time in there. Okay. Um, you, uh, you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, a little bit about your kids hanging out in the lounge. Are there any benefits, I guess, to sailing concierge specifically related to kids or anything different for, for kids? Yeah. So I actually asked my, my son who's eight, what he likes sailing by concierge. Uh, and he said the lounge, okay, which means, which, which means Fanta for him. I guarantee it. <laughs> That's, that's uh, but too funny. but they do have yeah they do have games in there so you and they have uh like art supplies to do coloring and so there's a lot of interaction and they have especially the dream and fantasy they have a uh, television that shows which what i would call like the old school mickey mouse cartoons but i think they're actually currently being made you know those retro looking yeah, yeah. Goofy, yep. uh, mickey yeah and i love those things so the kids will go in there and, and watch those um but they like the interaction with the uh, with the concierge hosts, and and honestly, if 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 they equated getting a cabana to concierge, then then that's what they like. Gotcha. Okay. They they love the cabana. Yeah. yeah. They they get a kick out of it, and the cast members are are so great with the kids. I mean, sure. They interact, and they get they get excited to see them, and you know they think it's a big deal. Yep, that's awesome. Do you um. Do you re- do you reserve a cabana on each each uh, stop you make at Castaway Key? Yeah, yeah, we always get a cabana. So if we last month we did an adult, uh, and then we did an adult cruise last February as well, and so we were over at Serenity. Oh yeah, so with the kids we always yeah. So and I like Serenity, but especially with you know for adults. Yeah, um, no, so yeah, I, I've always... actually I've never been in a, a Serenity Bay cabana. Are, are they? I, it, it it seems like maybe they're a little bit smaller than the Family Beach cabanas. Is that really the only difference? I don't think they're any smaller. Oh, okay. I think they're the same size. Oh, I mean, right. I, maybe slightly different, but I I think they're the exact same layout. It's just you don't have that that private beach in front of them yeah, over right. there, and you don't. In my view, in my opinion, you don't have that same view because you kind of got a kind of a hedgerow. I don't know what that would be called. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, wild grass. I'm from Indiana. I don't know what we call that. Uh, <laughs> you know, so there's there's kind of a a block, so you might have to walk down and, to get around to go sure. to the beach. Um, and it's not private, honestly. Serenity Bay is not. It's never crowded, so it's not right, like a big right. deal. But the family beach side, you kind of you get a better view, in my opinion. You kind of walk right out the front, and there you are. That's awesome. Um, moving back on board, one of the one of the benefits I've well, at least I've heard of sailing concierge is is having the opportunity to <laughs> to order off the menus in the main dining restaurants and and have it delivered to your stateroom. Have you ever ha- have you ever taken advantage of this, or or do you prefer to eat in the main dining restaurants? No, we have done it. So you can't you can't order from one of the rotational dinings if you're 
if your room is like the category V. Oh, okay. Just because you, you don't have a dining room, you don't have a table. Oh, if you have sure. a one bedroom or I stay in a two bedroom, you can do it that way. Gotcha. I, I recently heard that they changed it where they're only going to have one specific restaurant that you can order your evening meal from. I don't know if that's the case. When we did it, uh, for the night we did it, I think it was Amir's Palette, uh, and we just weren't going to make dinner. Mm-hmm. And so we ordered we ordered it in, and it's the same menu, and they right. bring a cart, and it's every course. And the person was was literally going to stand like outside our door with each course as we finished and, and kind of bring it in. Oh, wow. And I was like, that's awkward let's just <laughs> let's just get it all in here and i'll i'll, I'll figure it out as i go right right uh, but yeah it's a nice benefit i know you can do you can do some hot breakfast items sure i think the roy and walt which i have not stayed in but i hopefully will soon yeah uh i think you can order palo or remy i'm not exactly sure i'm not i'm not up on on how that one works but yeah. but yeah you can order the rotational uh dinner in your room and it's it's nice. I mean, it was a, it was, it was unique. I, I like going to the restaurants and kind of getting out. Right. Um, but on, I think it was, on, I can't remember. It was a, yeah, but like a seven night or something, one night in your room. Sure. Why not? Right. It, sure, is, yeah, it sure. is a nice method. Yeah. That's cool. Is it a, uh, is it one of the concierge, um, you know, concierge hosts that bring the, the food to you or is it someone from no, the restaurant? It's, it's somebody, it's somebody from the restaurant. Gotcha. I, I'm not sure who they are. So yeah obviously tip them appropriately but of course um yeah it was somebody from the dining services or maybe that restaurant i'm not sure gotcha what about are there any are there any sort of special events that are reserved specifically for concierge cruisers i know i've seen you know some meet and greets that people talk about but any you know any disney sponsored events yeah so on the seven nights they typically do two events kind of two deck parties they'll do one which is just kind of like smoothies and then they'll have the open bar. Um, and they might have like games or a little, like those rub on tattoos for the kids. Yep. Um, and, but then they do a second one on every selling I've ever been on, even like if we do a three night before a four night, they'll do a character meet. And it's something we just did. It was, it was at the uh, end of the day of a castaway key day. And you'll go up there and the same thing. They'll have the open bar, the smoothies, the host will be there. It's usually in the outside deck unless it's raining, and you'll get a character. It's usually just one character, and they I don't know if they really don't know, but they always say they don't know who it is. We seem to get Mickey a lot and Goofy a lot, uh, but it is a nice interaction because it's never crowded. Like it's kind of like after a while, you're like, all right, Mickey, I got I got enough pictures with you. Let's let's move along. <laughs> right. Um, but it, they they will stay there. Like if I wanted to take pictures with them until midnight, they would do it. Oh, okay. Like they got. They got nothing but time. So it's not your typical interaction, uh, which on the cruise, honestly, is always great. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely in no rush, and there's never a line. And if there is a line, like the host will be like, hey, I'll, I'll come get you when it frees up, and uh, you can kind of sit and relax somewhere. But it, it's a nice it's a nice benefit. I mean, you get a lot of great pictures. I mean, usually some of the pictures we, you know, print out and save are, are from that interaction. Okay. That's awesome. So you you've been on you've sailed concierge on all four ships. Which one, in your opinion, offers the best concierge experience, and why and why would you say that? So I like I like the concierge 
set up on the on the the dream class ships uh-huh. just because it's so convenient. Sure. Like I find that I use the lounge more because typically what we do is we we try to get a deck twelve room right across from the lounge because if you look at the the deck plans, those have a little bump out which I might be giving away the room I like, but um, <laughs> so it has a little larger deck yep. uh, in my opinion. So I like that idea. Um, now, aesthetically and, and view, then the concierge lounge, you know, on the magic and wonder are better, but I also got out being lazy. I got to walk there. I got to take a couple <laughs> flights of stairs. Like, it's not like I can just wake up and be like, sure. I'm going to go across, literally walk seven feet yeah. and grab this coffee. So I like how the Dream and Fantasy, and I got to imagine with the new ships, they're going to keep that kind of idea. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, let's keep it all, you know, one little area. Yeah. Um, but then maybe give them a view as well. So yeah. I think, you know, because I know on the, you know, obviously on the Magic and the Wonder, it was, they added later. They didn't realize how big this was going to be right, in my for opinion. Sure, yep. so like hey where can we put this and it's not bad it's it's a nice lounge but so i think if i had to choose the dream and fantasy or which are identical um would be my my favorite setup yep. uh, for concierge okay so what about now the debarkation process at the end of your cruise is there anything different uh, about that for concierge cruisers yeah, I think we get a little more time to put our luggage out in the evening. I'm not exactly sure what time you're supposed to put it out. Uh, so you get a little leeway on that. It's not a big perk, in my opinion. Yeah. But the, one of the nice things is, is they will uh, give you a time you can meet in the lounge, or you can even ask them, like, hey, I need to get off at 8. And they'll use their little magic elevator key. Oh, and okay skip every floor sure. so like we just did it on the wonder where we met selena in the lounge and we're like hey we're we're ready to roll and she put us in the elevator waved her little key card over the the i hope i'm not getting her in trouble i assume this is what they're supposed to do <laughs> yeah waved her little key card and next thing you know i was i was on the level to get off the boat yeah um which is nice sure I mean, it's not a huge perk uh but then also at port canaveral when i'm traveling with my kids so, you know, when you go and you get like a, a luggage tag and they'll put it in the uh, in the port collection area where you get your luggage and it's kind of chaos in there. Yep, yep. The, the concierge luggage, as soon as you come down the escalators on the left-hand side and it's there's not as much. So when you grab your porter, usually you can spot it as soon as you yeah, come down yeah. the escalator. So I, they have a, their own little concierge area for the, the luggage, but then it's back to reality. Then it's, uh, you know, thanks for coming, but, uh, nothing beyond, uh, once you grab your, your bag. Sure. Okay. So in your opinion, given, given everything that we, you know, all the information you've given, given me and, um, and that we've talked about, what's the, what's the best reason to sail concierge? What's why, why would you tell someone that they should, that they should sail concierge? I think for my family, so we've never done Alaska or any of the European cruises. Mm -hmm. For my family, I think the reason we kept coming back to the concierge was for the cabana. Okay. Because you really can't get get it unless you're sailing concierge. You can't get it. We always (laughs) sail spring break. Yep. It's always, I mean, Disney always sails full. Sure. You know, so if I'm sailing the Dreamer Fantasy and you want a cabana, it's not going to happen. Even though 
after next week, we're going to be platinum cruisers. So hypothetically, I got a better shot. Right. But you don't have a guarantee. No, definitely. Um, yep. And yeah, yeah that's so been my, that's nice. definitely been my experience uh, as well. Yeah. I mean, it sounds so ridiculous. I'd take Castaway. I mean, it snowed ridiculous amounts here yesterday. Yeah. So Castaway, even if I was working at the, you know, grilling burgers would be better than what I got going on now. But, <laughs> right. you know, I don't, I don't, I like the cabana. I like that experience. Gotcha. So it's, it's great to have a little respite, especially when you're coming out of a cold Indiana winter and you're going on spring break and you're like, oh, I can't wait. I got, I got cabana eight or whatever. Yeah. You know, everybody's got, got, kind of got their favorite. So, that's probably one of the biggest perks for us. Obviously, the lounge and the and the no hassle vacation is great, but uh, definitely that cabana is probably what keeps getting me going. Awesome. So the the number one question that I always see, and you know, I see it get asked a lot. You know, people asking, is it worth the premium price to sail concierge? Now, I might be you know, <laughs> asking the wrong audience right now, but in your opinion, right. what, uh, what would you say? So, is, it, opinion, is it worth, it, is it worth the premium price to sail concierge? It is. I mean, if I, if, if I wouldn't have done it six times with four more booked, right. if I didn't think it was worth it. Sure. Um, now spring break, it's, it's pricey. I mean, it's, it's, I, I honestly, at this point, I don't even look at what, a. 5A or you know, a 4A would cost me. Right. Like I don't even too depressing. Do, I don't do cost. Yeah, I don't even want to know. Uh, you know, yeah. Like the one, the one bedroom on the Dream and Fantasy are, are my favorite sure. room as far as how the concierge. And I've done the two bedroom, which was enormous. Yeah. But as far as just a nice, relaxing, like family of four room, those one bedrooms are are awesome. But you know. Yeah, it's it. There, there's a premium, but I do think it's worth it. Awesome. Okay. Well, um, I, is there is there anything else that I've missed? Anything else that you uh, would think would be interesting to to know? I think we did a pretty pretty thorough uh, discussion. I, I think everybody should try it. Uh, yeah. You know, get you a nice. Uh, October sailing <laughs> right. on a three night uh, yep. dream cruise. Yep. Out of Port Canaveral, you know, get those off. You know, we do, we started doing adult cruise with some friends. Actually, uh, one of the couples we actually met on the Star Wars cruise. Oh, okay. Went with us this year and they're going with us next year. Oh, that's awesome. And so we, yeah, we do the adult cruise in February, you know, leave the kids here because they got to go to school. Sure. And, and we do that and it's, it's economical. So, yeah, right. You know, if, if you can, you know, we unfortunately, didn't start cruising until my kids, we got one cruise in before my kids started school. Yep. And then I was stuck like everybody else sure, doing yeah. summers and spring breaks. So, you know, do it before your kids are in school and you can, you can get a, a decent deal yeah. on the concierge. Now deal is in air quotes. Of course. But, um, but also caution yourself that once you do it, it's, it's <laughs> that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough slope. For sure. My, uh, my wife and I are looking into it right now, trying to figure out, you know, when's the best time to go, when uh, when we can do it, because we're we're fortunate enough where we don't we're not you know bound by the school schedules quite yet, so yeah. I feel like we should do it before <laughs> before that becomes an issue. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I'd, I'd never even been to Disney until 2011. Oh, okay. Now we're annual pass holders. Oh wow! I mean, it's uh, 
Yeah, it's gotten bad. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I totally so do an understand. Off, do an off season, you know. Take your kids, do an off season, yeah. do concierge. Yeah, try it out. Get a cabana. I mean, it's it's great. The it's it's uh, the easiest vacation you can do, in my opinion, doing concierge. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I agree. But also, yeah, there also is that premium for it. Okay. Well, Brian, I, I really, really appreciate you uh, you taking the time to discuss this. It's been really helpful and really interesting. Um, I've definitely learned a lot. And uh, let me let me know sometime if you uh, if you have the chance to sail in one of the the royal suites. I'd definitely like to to maybe yeah. get a, get an update on that and, and hear how that experience was. Yeah, I plan on it. I got a milestone birthday in about three years, so. Oh, there you go. That's my. That's my goal. That's yeah. awesome. And and what did you say yeah. is your your next upcoming cruise? So we have uh, we sail on the Wonder, a four night followed by a three night, uh, and we leave a week from today. Oh wow, that's awesome. Uh, that'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Well, that's our annual spring break trip. So oh okay, gotcha. Kids are looking forward because we we and we don't mind the back to back because we like Castaway. Sure, yeah. Enough that. Uh, we do it. Have you ever done a I'm double dip? We have not. We have not. I've. I, I was. Man, I've been stalking that uh, website though. Yeah. A few June ones that uh, <laughs> yep. call my name. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> so, I totally get. Totally get that. I, we're uh, yeah. we're looking at it ourselves. So. All right. Yeah, well, uh, Brian, thanks again, and uh, I hope you have a good evening and enjoy your your upcoming cruises, and uh, hopefully we talk again sometime. Definitely. Look forward to it. Thanks, Wes. All right. Thank you. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.